Coach, how are you? Great. Appreciate having me on, Dave. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. It's been fun to, to catch up and learn new teams this year. That's been the fun thing for, I think, JMU fans and for me. But, uh, you know, just talk about the offseason for you guys. Have you been happy with how things have gone? We have. Uh, you know, we start spring practice early, so we go uh, the, the – Friday after signing date, we call it winter oh, ball. Wow, and boom. So, I like that for several reasons. One, because if you have an injury throughout the spring, you have a better chance of getting back in the fall. Then also, our strength coach goes for 18 straight weeks without any kind of interruption. It always used to drive me crazy as a position as a player that you would work out spring practice was all you worked for, <laughs> right. and then have to build it back up again. So we changed things and. Kind of different that model, sense, yeah. and it's been good for us. And you know, our kids, like everyone else, they've, they've been working their tails off this summer. And, and our guys are excited to get started here in about 10 more days. We'll get started and um, see what we had to offer for the 2022 season. Hard to believe it's here, but I'm guessing you guys as coaches, you always want more practices, but it is exciting when this time rolls around, isn't it? It is, and, and the things have changed. It's not like it used to be when I played the app and where you had two-a-days and, you know, some guys were there, some guys weren't there. All of our players, our whole teams there have been all summer. We can be with them two hours a week. So right. we're able to, you know, really install our offense and our defense, especially several times throughout the season. So um, we're going to be smart of how we do fall camp. It's a longer camp for us, but to me it's now it's get up to the game. And, <laughs> right. you know, we'll have uh, one or two scrimmages, and then we'll back down. We'll, we'll, we'll start getting ready for the season from there. From there. You know, obviously th- this school has to mean so much to you, having played there, coached there for a long time, and now it is your third year as the head coach. Um, App, App State's pretty special to you, isn't it? It is. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's where I went to school, where I graduated from. And, you know, it's, it took me 20 years to get back. And I started off working for Coach Moore there, and I – and I, mean, I made twenty five hundred bucks a year and lived in the gymnasium, and I couldn't <laughs> afford my car insurance. Okay, so um, I went to the University of Louisville as a graduate assistant there, and I uh, have a very fortunate to go to Eastern Kentucky for seven years, where I met my wife, and we were at Purdue for five, Kent State for three, and came back to to App in twenty sixteen, and and really the interview with Scott Satterfield, who was a teammate of mine, and he offered me a job, and I took the job, and my wife said, "All right, great, how much are you making?" I said, oh, shit, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I said, I can't call him and ask him what my salary was, you know. So um, I went there, and, you know, every year we were there, we could have left. You know, there were other job opportunities and paid a lot more money. And, and we had just moved, and my kids were young. And, and to me, I'm, I'm not into the chase of the next thing. If I'm comfortable where I'm at, then that's where I like to hang my hat and, and, and live. But I want to raise my family there in Boone. It's a great place to raise a family. It's a great institution. You have a chance to win week in and week out. And mm-hmm. what else do you want? You can chase money, you can chase happiness, and I'm chasing happiness. Absolutely. And was it always kind of a goal to get back there after your playing days were over? It was, especially when I got into coaching. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, because I've, I've been at the, the highest of highs. I've been at University of Louisville, I've been at Purdue, and and every every school is demanding. But when you get to the Power Five, it's, it's recruiting. And every day you're gone, every weekend. and <laughs> It's 24 it, 7. And, and it's, it's trickled its way down to app as well. Um, but, you know, when we were at Purdue, you were playing Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin. I mean, the best of the best. And, and if you're at App State, you have a chance to win. And I'm not saying you're going to win every single game, but you have a chance to win. You can have a life. You can raise a family. And be, you can always get a new job. You can't get a new family. It'll <laughs> uh, so, make them happy, don't you? Yeah, so <laughs> I want to make sure I'm a dad. And when I'm, when I'm at home, I want to be present and, and be a good husband and be a good kid, my, be a good father to my kids. I take my kids every single morning. I tuck them in bed every night. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I do the exact same thing. I turned down a few jobs because I wasn't going to be able to do that. So yeah, it, means, it means something to me. Absolutely. No doubt about that. We're talking with Sean Clark. He's the head coach of the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Uh, they will take on JMU. That's the first Sunbelt game for JMU. That'll be down in Boone on uh, September the 24th. But how about this new look Sunbelt with the four new teams coming in? All 14 teams are football playing schools, uh, especially the East Division. This is going to be an awesome league, isn't it? It's, it's fantastic. And the new Sunbelt, the, the look and um, it, it's, it's the best group of five conference in all college football. There's no, there's no. I don't think it's close either. It's not, it's not close. And uh, if you've been in it long enough, you know. If you know, you know. And especially on the eastern side of the division, absolutely. Um, you know, with the teams that are there, we're bringing new teams in. And I've said this. I said it today, earlier this morning. I'm just not saying because I'm on your radio show here. But James Madison, they have the blueprint to be successful early on. And Coach Ignetti, he coaches the right way. He builds his programs the right way on a great foundation. And um, it's probably very similar to App in some ways. Absolutely, and, yeah. Uh, how it came through. And, you know, you're very successful at the FCS level. You can make that transition. Then we just took off. And I, I, I see James Bass on the same thing. I've watched you guys play on tape, and there's not much difference between the Sun Belt and the conference you guys played in. Yeah. When you were playing, again, you were FCS at App State. And, again, doing great things there. You know, now that you see it as an FBS program, um, how much different is it? From from one of the one of the other, uh, you know, you know, there's probably the the depth. That's yeah. probably the biggest thing you you look at is, you know, unless you're at Alabama, one through five are good. Okay, <laughs> exactly. unless you're at Clemson, one through five, they can play anywhere in the country. Right. You know, and when you're at the, the FBS level, the mid majors or a group of five, where you want non autonomy, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> yeah, whatever I mean, they're you know, calling it nowadays, whatever right? Calling it. <laughs> um, you know, there's a big drop between one and three. There's only so many players out there to get. Mm-hmm. And, there's a big drop-off. So, you know, what we've done is we try to recruit high school football players. Uh, we're not going to get – I don't want to be in the portal transfer coach. Now, we took eight this year. I didn't really realize it was all said and done. But <laughs> um, I think if you develop your players through time and explain, hey, you're not going to be the best guy year one. It might mm-hmm. not be year two. It could be year three or four. And Stephen Jones Jr. is a great example. He sat behind – you know, NFL corners for three years, but when his chance came, he was prepared, and now he's a, an All-American, a preseason All-Conference, and, right. and that's what we'll do. But I, I don't think, you know, the, the it might be an inch or two here, inch or two there, but I think one thing we had and what you guys had at, at, at James Madison the last few years, you had a chip in your shoulder, yeah. and you love football, and you can win a lot of, a lot of, a lot of football games if you have that. Because teams are winning at the FCS level. They're recruiting FBS-type players anyway. So, I mean, that's what hopefully will make the transition for JMU fairly fairly good, and it did for App State. It's done for almost all the teams in the East Division. Yeah, they're all FCS, all FCS teams. <laughs> Absolutely. You look at it. And they were all really good, right. and, and now that's why this is the best division in, in the group of five. But we're talking to Sean Clark, the head coach at App State. And as you look at your football team, um, a lot of talent back from last year's team. Preseason, pick to win the league, um, I'm guessing – that there comes some responsibility with that, but that's exciting to have that, isn't it? Because that's what you want to shoot for. It is, and, and we have high expectations, uh, starting from the head coach down and our fan base. They have high expectations, and, and you come to Appalachian State to get a world-class degree and play for championships, and, and we talk about it. I say the media. I mean, it's just what we do. Um, so, you know, being picked, is, it's good for the fans right now, but, again, we, we, we always start with the end in mind. What do you want to be at the very end of the season? Right. And, 
and we don't put too much stock in preseason polls. It's bulletin board, bulletin board material <laughs> for other schools. And, right. But, you know, we have 11 returning starters from last year. Nine of those were all-conference players. And we have a four of the five offensive linemen are back. Our quarterback's back. Or yeah, every running back we had is back. I was say, nine, all 900 of them that you have. Yeah, so <laughs> we, have to, we, we have to replace some receivers. But I'm excited about the young guys we have. I mean, they, have they don't have much experience. But I've watched them the last two or three years prepare themselves to be successful, and they just want the opportunity. And on defense, we, we lost to Marco Jackson. To, he was drafted by the Saints. And, yeah. uh, Demetrius Taylor was picked up by the Lions. So uh, we have some young talent there, but I think we've increased our team speed on defense. And I, I believe Nick Hampton, our outside linebacker, is a guy that you, you'll see his name a lot. Yeah, on the I, he's year. really good. He's, Absolutely. Well, let's start with your offense. Talk about Chase Price a little bit, um, your quarterback. Again, obviously he was at Clemson for a while and, and uh, went to Duke for a year, but he's now in your, your year two with you guys. Um, talk about what makes him so special and, and what you're excited about to see from him this year. Well, you know, we recruited Chase out of high school and, and until about October, and we, it was very apparent that he was going to be a power <laughs> five quarterback. So, right. But we knew about him, you know, and we visit Clemson. Every year we visit Clemson and watch him and, and he knew us from recruiting, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, then he transfers to Duke, and that's during COVID. And, you know, he, he leads the country in interceptions at Duke. And people don't really know the backstory. Coach Cutcliffe's offense is very difficult to understand. It's very good, but they did not have an in-person meeting until Wednesday before the first game uh, of Notre Dame. And, wow. And so he he owned it. He knows what he had to do. And, um, but we knew it. We talked to Coach Sweeney and talked to Coach Cutcliffe and guys we know the staff. He said, man, he's a winner. He just didn't have a chance. Right. And, um, he wanted a new start, and we were in the market. Our quarterback told us late that he wasn't running back, so we needed a quarterback. And he came in and really bought into what our program was about. And it's, you know, it's, it's really about the other ten. It's always about mm-hmm. doing more than what's expected. Right. And that's our motto, always do more than what's expected. And that was him. And he's a natural leader. He, he holds himself accountable. He holds his teammates accountable. And when you have that, you have the it factor. He's got a very talented arm. Mm-hmm. He got better in decision-making. We told him if you end every possession with a kick, you had a chance to win. So, yeah. um, very proud of what he's accomplished. No, no question. And again, he, I'm sure he's a big leader for you. But um, with your your backs that you talked about, Nate Noel, Cameron Peoples, a great one-two punch for you. You've got more than just those two. But with you, with four of your five offensive linemen back, um, you should be able to run the football this year, shouldn't you? <laughs> we, we like to think so. And you know, as, those are two one thousand yard rushers. This is the 13th consecutive season we've had a thousand yard rusher in our program. And you know, that's, that's a staple of App State, isn't it? It is. Physical run the football. It is. And I'm a firm believer in order to win championships, you have to run the football yeah. in crunch time. And you know, as an offensive line coach, you want to hang your hat on that. But, you know, we have Daytrick Harrington, who a year and a half ago, people would have said he was the better of the two, better of the three until <laughs> he had his knee injury. And then we were able to add Amani Marshall from mm-hmm. Wake Forest and Kanye Roberts, who, who led all of high school uh, running backs last year and rushing. And then we have Anderson Castle, a local kid. So, you know, we have six, five, six room. guys that yeah. can run. Now we have to be creative how we get the ball to them. So right. there will be seven runs. You see one, two, maybe three running backs give the whole time just to, to make teams think about it. Absolutely. You mentioned you, you lost some receivers, and you did last year. Um, but you, talk about some of the young guys that you've got. Do you like like how they've progressed so far and, and their expectations for this year? Without question. And, again, I mentioned earlier, we, we, I think we increased our team speed, maybe even our athleticism. Now, those are great football players, the Thomas Hennigan, yep. the Suttons, the Virgils, the Malik Williams. Those are great football players, and they're all in fall camp for the NFL team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm starting to look, and we added two transferred, and Caden Robinson and Tyler Page from SMU. Then we have Christian Wells and Christian Horn, uh, Deshaun Davis, a little scat back, a little slot receiver from Miami. And then, you know, we have a king, Dalton Stroman from Richmond County, North Carolina. 
he's six three, two hundred pounds. Does not say a word. <laughs> and no one can cover him. And then if they cover him, we just throw it up, and he goes up and gets it. He goes it. and gets it's it. It's like Spider-Man. <laughs> and I think he's in, he's in line to have a breakout year. And, yeah. and what he does is going to be a great success story. We're talking with uh, Sean Clark. He's the head football coach at App State. They went 10-4 and four a year ago, 7-1 and one in the Sun Belt, did fall to Louisiana in the Sun Belt Championship. But defensively, I mean, DeMarco Jackson is, was a freak. He is a freak. I mean, he's he was a big-time talent for you guys. Obviously, you lose him. But you've got some really good players. You mentioned Nick Hampton. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Um, but, but, again, you mentioned Stephen Jones. You've got a lot of talent on that side that still remains, even though you lost some, some big-time players. We do. And a lot of those guys have played last year. They just weren't starters. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Jalen McLeod, who's Nick Hammond's backup, he is very similar to how he plays the game. And they're both long. They can run. They've increased their body weight, their strength this past year. Jordan Rose is going to be our nose guard, who, who was a um, start of the last two seasons at nose guard. And, and then we have Trey Cobb, who, who was a, a yeah. second-team line, conference linebacker last year. And, you know, we've added some, some depth in the back end. we got a few transfers at corner, but Stephen Jones, Jr., Milan Tucker, those guys – um, bring value to that back end. So um, we lost some guys. I think we added some more team speed on defense. And you know, there's there's a few things you can't coach in college One is speed. <laughs> all right, and can never have enough speed, speed. right? Speed. So if you look at our team, it's I think people laugh at us all the time when we get off the bus. It's like the Oompa Loompas getting off the bus. And uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, you know, our starting end last year was five nine and a half, five ten, two hundred forty pounds. Everybody laughed at him. All he was was all conference player. Played fullback for us from the goal line and right. scored three touchdowns. So. Um, but I, I, I do want to recruit speed and yeah. toughness. I think toughness wins. That's something that uh, talking to other coaches, and I think it's similar to James Madison, is just physical and tough. I mean, that smart, physical, tough. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're looking for all the time? It is. Uh, it's, you know, I always think toughness wins uh, because in today's age, everybody wants to go through, play seven on seven and video <laughs> look, games. Look pretty. And yeah. Look pretty and yeah. have their swag bag going, all this crap. But, you know, I do. We're old school in some ways. We do inside drill. We do live tackling. We do live cutting because if you don't practice that, how are you going to be good at it? And, and I don't know if many teams do live tackling, live cutting, and practice throughout fall, throughout the season. We're talking with Sean Clark, the head football coach at App State. And with your defense, again, you gave up 347 a year ago, only 22 points per game. So you, not that you had to lean on those guys, but um, that those numbers are impressive at this day and age of college football. Yeah, it is. And, you know, our, our defense doesn't get enough credit. A lot of times our yeah. offense gets the credit. But if right. you look back through time, our championship run, our defense was in the top 15 in, in all of college football. And, you know, our defense is designed to make teams go the long way, don't give the big play, because eventually they'll screw it up on offense. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm guessing one thing you want to improve from a year ago is your turnover ratio. You were minus last year. Yeah, we were. Despite getting 10 wins, you were minus. I'm guessing that's something that you've talked to your guys about. And you mentioned earlier yeah. with Chase, if we end in a kick, we'll be okay. Right. And, and it's it's one of those deals, as a head coach, do you talk about it or you don't talk about it? You know, <laughs> right. Um, it's kind of like a free throw shooter in basketball yeah, or something, right? We did a study when I was at Purdue that if you if you were even on turnover margin, your average run was six games. And it went up from there. Right. Um, one year we talked about it. And we were minus 15. Make sure we talked about it. And we were plus 10. So it's it's like that little thing in the room. You know, sure if you're talking it's like the elephant in the room, do you talk about it? Do you right. don't talk about right. it? And it is what it is. We talk. We we harp and we practice ball security. But if you turn the ball over, you, you have a chance to get beat every single game. You know, we don't give enough love to the offensive line. And let's go back to those guys for a second because you, you, obviously you, you run the football well. Um, but they protected well. They only gave up 17 sacks a year ago. Um, I'm guessing you're really excited about that group up front. I am. And I had a chance to recruit. I was their position coach mm-hmm. uh, with Cooper Hodges. He'll be a he'll be a four-time All-Conference selection this year. And Anderson Hardy, a left tackle out of Raleigh. And 
you know, we Isaiah Helms at guard, and we Damian Day, we brought in Bucky Williams from Austin P. And uh, I'm very excited about our young center. He'll be a redshirt freshman, Troy Everett. And we'll have six or seven guys, maybe possibly eight, will play this year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a firm believer of rotating your guys, keep them fresh, mm-hmm. because all it does is help you in the back end of the season get injuries. Absolutely. But yeah. uh, those, those two tackles, they'll, they'll have the chance to play on Sundays. How about renewing the rivalry with James Madison? It's fantastic. Excited about I, that? And that's probably the. I love the rivalries. But I love the regional games. And we're sitting there. All we got to do is hit 77 to 81, and <laughs> we're right there. You know, right past Roanoke, and, and, and you're right there. It's, it's good for college football. I mean, when we first got the Sun Belt, we were traveling to New Mexico State. It's, um, Las Cruces, Mexico. We, and Pullman, the Sun Belt's changed a lot since you Idaho, first got in, right? You know, so <laughs> we fly into Idaho, play the game, and have to go to Washington and fly back. So wow. I would watch the sunset in the west and the sunrise in the east. And you're talking about having a you know, are you a student athlete? Is that what really? If, if, if that's really the case, we right. wouldn't be playing out there. Right. You know, so now, I mean, our fans can get in the car. I think you're four hours from Charlotte. Yep. And if you're from Raleigh, you can jump on 80, 80, 95 and cut across. And that's big. I mean, when we play James Madison at home or we go to you guys, it's going to be a sold-out crowd. It will be. Yeah. And that's the college experience we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think Commissioner Gill in the 80s hit the nail around the head. Probably the same thing with ODU and Marshall and those teams, too. You already have it with Coastal. Yeah, without question. So yeah, we, we played Coastal on a Wednesday night in Boone, Carolina, and have 35,000 fans there on Wednesday. And <laughs> it's not easy to get to Boone. You'll see eventually. It's You have to want to come to Boone, North <laughs> <You North Carolina. laughs> Well, we're going to want to do yeah. this year for sure on, uh, on September the 24th. But you do have a couple games before that that will test your football team. And, and you do have a veteran team, but you host North Carolina, which is awesome for you guys. You go to Texas A&M, but a great challenge to open up the season. Is that a tough schedule? Uh, it's challenging. It is. <laughs> it's challenging. It is. And, yeah, I, I, was, I was so happy to get North Carolina on the schedule. I would love to Especially play. Especially coming to your place. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to play North Carolina or NC State or Duke or – Wake Forest, East Carolina. Right. We're, we're in a deal right now with East Carolina, a uh, uh, three-game three series. One's in Charlotte, one's in Boone, one's in Greenville. We had a oh, three-game cool. series in North Carolina, two and one, a two-for-one. And and those games we played in Charlotte, we played in the Bank of America Stadium. We had almost 50,000 fans there. <laughs> right. You know, what a great experience. And um, to play North Carolina, we'll have set the all-time single a season, a tennis record ever in our university on the Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Then we traveled down to, to College Station. We'll probably be the – top five team in the country and (laughs) and we're going to find out where we are early there's not going to be waiting until october to see if we can run this thing we're going to know pretty early are we good or or what do you need to improve on very fast bet your guys are excited about that though they are they are they're excited themselves they're excited you know with with north carolina mac brown was the head coach at appalachian state his number one assistant sparky woods was the head coach at appalachian (laughs) state that's right his receiver coach Coach the Appalachian State. So there's a lot of connections. No question. And it's, it's going to be a great day in Boone, North Carolina. No, no doubt. There are going to be a lot of them this year. App State picked to win the Sun Belt. They went 10 and 4 a year ago, 7 and 1 in the league. Sean Clark, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck this year. They appreciate it. But look forward to seeing you in Boone. Absolutely. Thank you, sir.